0: Welcome back. I'm Ismail Akharin. Please, this is your Cape Talk. We'd like to hear from you. Remember, the lines are open, the airways are open, and we would like you to take part and join the conversation. Call us at 021-446-0567. Drop us a WhatsApp message at 072-567-1567, or tweet us at Cape Talk. Today, there was an incredible... An incredibly powerful image was shared on social media today um, by a local photographer um, Brendan Geach. It's a photo of a stoic young man walking away from the body from a body lying in the road uh, covered by a blanket as children look on and this image captured rather succinctly the struggle, the violence the pain of daily life and how it has all become quite normal on the Cape Flats. The caption of the image was, was, was itse- itself very shocking. Um, it said lock day, lockdown day 95. His face revealed little of the turmoil of emotions he must be feeling inside. 17 year old Ravon Movers walks away after covering his father's life body buddy with a blanket. Ricardo Africa was gunned down at 1 p.m. yesterday on the street where he and Ravon lived in Lavender Hill, just around the corner from Walk, where Mark Nicholson, Nicholson's feeding scheme, had finished serving hungry neighborhood children their daily lunches. It was the second murder in the same street in two weeks. Sadly for the children, it's business as usual. As they stand behind the police cordon, some stare, some play, and one child still holds tight onto his bucky of food as he that he had just collected. Fate dealt these children a life of COVID-19, poverty, hunger, and death, and nothing changed in the 30 years I've been documenting in the life. Those are the words of the person who placed the picture on social media. So local community activist Mark Nicholson joins me on the line now for a day in the life of an ordinary person in Lavender Hill. Good evening, Mark. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, uh, Ismail, uh, Thanks for having me. Good evening to the
0: listeners. Yeah, the, the, that was that. Everything that I just uh, said now is very disturbing. very moving, and it sadly it's become the norm in the Cape Flats. People have become mm-hmm. inured to it, to the violence and the death and the misery.
1: Yeah, um, most definitely. Uh, I was very sad. It's it's heartbreaking, and it is uh, become a normal to the children. the the kids have gone through this trauma like it's become a normal um, and I think um, it's a very sad reality of life for us on the Cape Flats not only in Lavender but in all the other areas Mm. you know where Mm. you have to duck and dive, and at times run for your life, and even run into a stray bullet.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely correct. It's all the way down from, you know, from the end to south to the to to It's yes. it's it's all over the place, and and yes. uh, you know there there, are, there may be pockets of, of relative peace, but it's it's quite pervasive in the gate Flats. Um, That's so true,
1: yes. yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, we what happened yesterday morning? Can you tell us? Uh, I believe um, the man came to look for food at your outreach program.
1: Yes, um yeah, Ricardo, he's been um he's been coming here and also to another feeding scheme um just about every day. You know, they come and get their meal. And then they just off, which so is why we don't, we don't want to keep the people so long here. So as soon as the adults come, we just hand in the meal and then they go off. And Ricardo was actually walking with another gentleman. They walked back home. And then, yeah, he's probably just eaten his food because they usually walk and eat. And he just probably went into his house and then came out, probably dropped his bucket inside. And a few gentlemen came up to him. They called his name. And he responded, because why of the mask that we're now carrying? You know, these guys were carrying masks as well. And they just fired quite a lot of shots at him, and they killed him instantly.
0: That So, uh, you, that area witnesses a lot of random killing, and, you know, often uh, just stray bullets people are caught in the crossfire of gang wars. And... Um, how are the people coping with that in their daily lives? Have they kind of internalized it?
1: Um, hey, the people isn't isn't taking it well. A lot of people isn't taking it well. And, and unfortunately, there is not really much that we can do. You know, we are not alone.
0: You, that area witnesses a lot of random killing. And, you know, often uh, just stray bullets. People are caught in the crossfire of gang wars. And... Um, how are the people coping with that in their daily lives? Have they kind of internalized it?
1: Um, hey, the people isn't isn't taking it well. A lot of people isn't taking it well, and, and unfortunately, there is not really much that we can do. Another gentleman, Jeffrey, as we also we yeah, are, um, it's uh, just one of those parts of 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 the country. Where the safety of the people is not a big concern to and I would and I can go as far as to say to the government because why we we you find that in the area of Levendio there would be two police vans patrolling the area of Levendio kept the steamboat kind of retreat, which is actually um sad because they cannot be everywhere at the same time as we are, you know, so yeah it's, um yeah, but we keep the fight, you know we are these kids you know these kids they to them, uh, you will find that every shooting, you will find more children standing over the bodies and, and, and right. watching and seeing what's happening than adults. You know, and no. oh. these kids know for them it's become a normal, oh, they've just shot somebody, and they just going to have a look and see, and okay, there, the, the body's taken away, and then everything is just back to normal again until the next person gets shot and killed.
0: The, you know, this is a... Well, what we're doing is we're... we're uh, there's a, a generation of 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 children growing up who are desensitized and you know one of the the, the problems is that the post uh, traumatic stress disorder will show up later in their yes. adult life and That's and this is yeah. this is one of the outcomes one of the sad outcomes because yeah. you know it, we might be shocked and horrified right now but in 10 20 years time when these children enter you know, become yes. adults yeah. and have children of their own.
1: That's correct. These yes. pathologies um, can uh, you know, come to the fore again. Back, yes. That's true, yes, that's true, yes. I've, um, currently, I've lost, um, from my from my wife's side, we've lost seven seven nephews um, um, due to gun violence in Levendale. A year and a half ago, um, my, my nephew was also shot. He was my under-14 coach. Because we are, I'm the chairman of a sports club called Levendale Sports and Recreation. Whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa! Just a second. So, how many people?
1: Um, it's um, it's currently now on seven. There were six, um, six in the in the past time, and then the gentleman was the seventh one that was actually shot and killed. And yeah, uh, it's all due to gang violence and shootings. The two two nephews were shot opposite the field on Blow Street, where we do our feeding every day. Two nephews were shot at the same time. Um. And yeah, the um, the nephew that was shot, our under-14 coach, the guys that shot him. They walked out of court the Monday morning. Nothing happened up until today. We haven't heard anything from any of the murders. or had anybody been arrested? Nothing. So yeah, um, our kids grow up with it, with that sense of um, it's fine. In a few years' time, I'll just take my revenge. You know the child is five, six years old, his daddy gets killed and when the child becomes thirteen, fourteen years old the gang infiltrates and then the gang just tells the child, Remember that time and that time your daddy was killed, those are the people that murdered the child and the the trauma stays with these children and there's never never any help given to these kids. To basically just try and forget about what has happened to their daddy or to their uncle or to their mother, you know, it's um yeah, it's very very sad and we try to 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 speak with the kids, you know. We try to motivate and encourage them, but it it doesn't always work, you know. And especially if you do not have that boarded support from from the social workers right. coming in, you know, some psychiatric um evaluations of our kids, you know. So that these, these kids can actually have somebody that they can speak to, you know, that they can cry their heart out and at least feel better afterwards. You know, it's just a, a normal for the, my daddy got shot yesterday and, and that's it. Life goes on. You know, it's, um yeah, it's, it's sad that we, we are on the stage of, um, from my personal side, I feel that most of us would just come here to just get murdered and that's that this life. Uh, life for most of us you know a lot of innocent people has been killed that i know of i've had a five-year-old boy that was shot and killed last year and the day before he was killed you know we had a we had a sports uh, football presentation for juniors
0: mm-hmm. and i
1: spoke to the kids and i said to the kids that you guys need to stay off the street as much as possible you know and the next day we had a christmas party the 22nd and the boy was killed on that same Saturday that he was shot in his backyard. He didn't even run in the road. The guy just stuck a gun through the gate and just shot a few shots, and the boy was shot in the head.
0: So somebody just stuck a gun through a gap in the fence that's, and fired.
1: Correct, yes. And just fired because they they apparently they saw somebody that should not have been on the yard, that, um, which is part of a rival gang. And the boy was, has been is dead. His parents, is still, his parents still come here every day. We've been helping his parents for quite some time now. You know, we're still trying to get help for his mom and his dad to get to Atlantis um, with transport, unable to get anybody to actually help them just to put their windows on a truck and just drive them off to Atlantis. And, yeah, they still... They have got a few a, a bit of cancelling as well, which hasn't actually helped a lot because when I spoke to the mother this afternoon before she came, and she just asked me, "Have you not found anybody yet that can move us?" They opened the, the the door of the of the window house, and they have to look at where the child was shot and killed, you know, and it's been it's been nearly a year now, and it's yeah it's. Our people's lives are being destroyed by somebody that is running around with a gun, you know. And yeah. I feel that um, it's all part of the amnesty guns that needed to be given in. You know, people right. can only have one gun or two guns, and suddenly those guns are found on the flats, and those guns are being used killing innocent people.
0: But you, you, you know, you started off, you know, um, you, you made a very valid observation at the start of it, saying that you know it's. It's the the gun, the violence on the Cape Flats. It's, it's poverty. It's it's yes. hunger. It's need, uh, and it's now the the COVID nineteen, and we shouldn't. You know, this this might seem irrelevant, and the brutality of winter is upon us as well now.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, I'm here. I you know. Every day I get motivated by something different, a different child, different person, you know, speaking to me. But, you know, you speak to these people, you know, and you see the sadness in their eyes, you know. And at night I go sit back and then I think about what I've seen during the day, you know. And I try to figure out how can I better this person's life, you know. But for one person to try and better the whole of lavender's life, it's just impossible. You know, yeah. we can only help to a certain extent. But there's a lot of poverty. I've you know, I've gone into houses. I've got about two hundred and eighty nine boys registered in a football league. Mm-hmm. With about ninety five netball girls. Girls and ladies. We've got uh, we've got um sixteen girls that is participating in a Cape Town Carnival every mm-hmm. year. You know, and I need to be in their homes because I need to know what's happening in their lives as well, how their school work is and things like that, you know, and when you get to their homes, you know, it's heartbreaking that you come into a home and you see that it is a grandmother mother looking after seven or eight children and the parents is not there because the parents is somewhere on the road. You know, they're somewhere scurrying, looking for food, or they actually on their own buzz of whatever they are doing. You know, and these children look up to me and say, look here, Mark, what um, what can you do for us? Don't you have a pair of shoes for me? Don't you have a shirt for me, you know? And these are the kind of things that we are working towards, trying to alleviate it, you know? It, it's very hard. And I'm speaking on behalf of a lot of, lot of organizations, non-profit organizations, non-profit companies, you know? And, and all these therapies trying to come in and help and support, you know, the poor and the needed. We've got so much that we still need to do, you know, to try and get on that level of where the people is not really suffering as much, you know, with the coldness and with the gang violence, you know, the gun violence itself. I've, mm-hmm. I've seen youngsters, youngsters that has got matric certificates that that have had bursaries given to them, you know, and just that one day when somebody just attacked them, they just had to turn to to gangsterism just to to be protected protected or to get protection for themselves. And it it breaks my heart knowing that that, that we could have helped that young man, you know, we we could have put our foot forward. I feel that the government needs to bring in more programs for our youth, you know, they need to encourage our youth more and currently it's easy for people to just say that, oh, but it's COVID-19. There's not really much that we can do but I know for a fact that there's, there's a lot that we can still do to try and motivate our youngsters. You know, I try to do this every day when I feed about 300 kids per day. You know, we try to keep these kids happy. We sing to them, we speak to them, we laugh with them, you know, but in the end we, uh, we can only stay about five minutes with them and then they have to have the meal and then they have to leave again for another shot goes
0: off. Mark, do you have children of your own?
1: Yes, I do. Yes, um, I've got I've got four, four of my own, and then I've got also an adopted son who's sixteen years old. I've got a daughter that's 15. My eldest daughter is now 28 years old, and my eldest son is now 31. Then I've got a 22 year old son as well. So, yeah, my kids is all part of my part of our outreach that we have our feeding our feeding kitchen here. My wife as well. We've also got two 13-year-old volunteers helping us. And then I've got a very good couple that is also in support of what we are busy with. So, yeah, my kids is all part of what I'm busy with. You know, they are also my my motivation. You know, and for them, it's just at times, they just say, you um my dad is doing such amazing work and things like that, and those are the kind of encouragements that I always like to tell them. You know, I motivate my children a lot. You know, and I'm I, I'm the clown in the house, so to speak. So I'm the one that needs to keep them on their toes, need to make them smile all the time. You know, but I also need to do this to the to the community children. Yeah.
0: Mark, do you, do you get any um, assistance for the work we, that you do? Um, and and you know, it, it can never be enough. But do you get any? Any assistance from the state, from the...
1: Um, from the, to be honest with you, um, our mayor, Dan Plato, given, has given um, through his office, we've received the three burner stove, and we've also received two, 200 litre pots. And, yeah, we've got some people that was always um, calling in, is there anything we can do? You know, it's never enough, but, you know, that little bit that we do get, you know, for us it is enough just to carry on for the day. And we've also got an organization called Lavender Six. It's, uh, it's quite a few people from Plumstead who's also been supporting us as well. And Mr. Lester Kivit as well. He's also one of the people mm-hmm. that is also helping us. Um, yeah, he's, he's also come on board. So, yeah, it's, um, we do get Yelp, but we still do need a lot more help. But we We've been feeding now. Since for the past nine years we've been having feeding here, and and with the COVID nineteen it became a little bit more serious because why right now we you know with the level five lockdown right. we 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 literally had to try and sustain like we needed to feed every day twice a day you know we right. now we had to drop back now to feeding once a day due to the fact that um you know we not we don't have all the time to feed twice a day. But we feed seven days a week as well, so yeah, it's, um, we we appreciate every little bit of help that we can get.
0: Um, Mark, is there any way that anyone can, can get hold of you, or to to if, if anyone need what would like to contribute to your efforts? I mean, we 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 should avoid. I mean, if 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 you allow me to be didactic, we should mm-hmm. avoid a situation where we we surrender. We can't give up,
1: no, never, never, so i've um yeah have I've, to be sorry to break your word i've um I am on that stage of where I will never give up give up on any community, you know, yeah. never ever, if I can help anybody, I will help them, you know, and I will try and support them, even uh, to me, it's not about race or color, you know, any person that is in need of a meal is is desperately in need, you know, so yeah we've um my, I am on Facebook, Mark Nicholson, so people can actually see what I am really doing right. every day, you know, because I post a lot about what we are busy with. Okay. I'm on Facebook. We, uh, currently we, um, I have, I've been using a, 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 a Capitech bank account, um, which, mm-hmm. uh, which, which I've got the details. So for anybody that is able to, to um, put in some money, and yeah. we obviously in they are most welcome to to actually ask me for proof of purchase We well are because why we keep a record of everything that we have bought. thus for
0: okay. So, so it is
1: a it right. is a capital savings account. But I can always I can always um, send it's, it to it's, you. It's so on your see. in
0: your is it on your Facebook page?
1: Um, currently, it is not on my Facebook page, but I can add it on there.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And then we've also we we also do have a a business account. Oh
0: good. Which oh is, good. um
1: which is um, yeah. a, um which which is the account that I really actually want to use because of the fact that it's it's more it's more structured doing with the business account, you know.
0: Right.
1: And then obviously on my Facebook page I will post the uh, the business account details. And then right. they can just have a look and see what I'm busy with and every day. And, you know, I wouldn't advise somebody to come out, you know, to currently with the situation that we in. We've had right. quite a few people that has actually come and physically um, witness what we are doing, you know, and left with tears in their eyes. Yeah, Because uh, they are literally interacting on grassroots level with the yeah. kids, you know, and, and, and seeing the situation that our kids are in.
0: Yeah, Mark, uh, yeah. you know, I, I thank you very much, um, for, for, for coming onto the show this evening. It's, uh, it, it hasn't been easy. Uh, but, uh, uh as we say, uh, good night to you, there's a, a WhatsApp message here from, um, uh, from Granville Michaels who says, loving greetings to my friend, Mark Nicholson. Yes. Uh, Bye, Shukran. He says. So, Mark, thank you very much for coming onto the show and um, sharing the difficulties you have with the community on Lavender Hill.
1: Thank you so much for having me, and yeah, all the best, and, and thank you very much. And I would like for the people to just keep us in the in the prayers. You know, we are strong, but at times you come a little bit weary as well as to the situation that you find yourself in. But we have to be strong for the, for the children and for the elderly, you know, and obviously for the disabled people. Yeah, thank you very much. You're welcome.